Good morning. Good afternoon. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. From wherever you are in the world. I am here today with Sophie. Hello. Hi, and I'm here today with Robert. Hello, hello. And we are here today to discuss module 11 with you because we are third year's bachelor students of the communication science studies at the University of Twente. Yes, and during our module, module 11, we got the chance to discover the work field of communication science. So it's called Come at Work, uh, communication science at work to discover what career paths there are in front of us, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And the module gave us various opportunities to really see what we can do with communication science. So, for example, we had the opportunity to go on company visits to different companies um, related to communication science in some way, but also to have interviews with alumni who did the studies beforehand. Exactly. And it was really interesting, I think, to see how um, someone who did the study um, now is working in the in the practical field and uh, uh, how they uh, how they experienced and developed during uh, during their career life. Yeah, exactly. And I think we got provided a list of alumni, of course. And I think it was really interesting to see how many different positions they have as well. Like you really like if you think communication science, at least for me, I usually think marketing or maybe consultancy. But you really see that it's about strategic management, data science um journalism or indeed marketing like you have so many different positions you can go into yes exactly and definitely with um the communication science fields there's a lot more than just having a job that's called communication science um you can go anywhere and still develop other skills during your job as well that's also what i've discovered while talking with uh, alumni that's um, they may have taken some traineeships or trainings during their jobs to further develop themselves. And I think it's beautiful to see how uh, we in our studies see so many aspects of communication science and then now have seen them basically come to life. Yeah, and I think uh, the old saying that we never wanted to believe is actually true that never stop learning because you will never stop yes, learning in it life. Is very <laughs> true. It's very true. But I think a very interesting aspect as well was to see the difference between yeah, the academic world that we've been so ingrained into for these past three, four years, and then yeah, the switch to the professional workspace and yeah, maybe also a certain mentality that it takes to make this switch. So how did you experience this? Yeah, I think, uh, I think you're really right on there with mentality. Um, as a student, you have a sort of mindset to, to work on something. Uh, in our studies, we work in uh, weeks of 10 weeks. So that's a project of 10 weeks. Then you're working for that 10 weeks and then you may have uh, some exams at the end and stuff. And then you go on to the next project. But maybe in uh, in a job that is very different and you have to approach something like spontaneously, something maybe has to change in a day. And I think really your your attitude towards making the job works work um, is a really important aspect and also that you are able to learn during the job is I think something that uh, I didn't want to believe beforehand <laughs> uh, so <laughs> to say um, I, I had this image in my head that everything had to be perfect after you finish your study so you had to know what job you wanted to fulfill and immediately apply for that job and hopefully be able to um, successfully fulfill that job but 
um, that's not always the case. And maybe your first job that was your dream job is while doing it not your dream job anymore. And maybe you have to figure something else out then. Yeah, no, exactly. I agree with you there. And I think it's also, again, that mentality aspect where you then also have to have the guts, so to say, to see like, okay, this is, I'm not enjoying this job as much as I thought I would. And what else is there out there? And can I change positions? And I think also an aspect to it is how can I grow into the position where I want to be? Because maybe you cannot immediately start out in that position. Yeah. Yeah, really. I think um, that's a good example because uh, one of my uh, alumni interviewees um, had that experience. Uh, she had uh, the idea or the dream to work at a certain company uh, in a certain position, uh, but she didn't manage to get that position when she applied for it the first time. Um, but later on, she managed to get another type of position in the same company, uh, and she made the decision to go with that um, to at least be in the company and then have possibilities to grow within the company and eventually that worked out for her where she uh, yeah she became with a different job and uh, after a few years managed to get in a position that she uh, dreamt of yeah no that's really cool because then you really yeah it's it's also satisfying to see the ambition and the work that you put in to see that pay off and to finally get to where you want to be and i think um yeah, I, the alumni I interviewed, uh, she's called Anke, and she works at Philips right now. She also said that f to her, the main differentiating factor between someone who does get where they want to be and someone who doesn't is their ambition and the mentality that they put in and also how you then communicate that with your superiors, with your supervisors. You indicate to them like, okay, look, this is where I am currently. This is where I want to be. What kind of path can we make to get there to where I want to be and yeah. of course you have to indicate that but at the same time you also have to put in the work yourself and on that note she also said like that can come with a flip side if you really are that ambitious to get into a certain position and I think it's best we listen to her ourselves for that it's also sometimes you have to also make very tough choices um, I work quite a lot I have less time for family, friends, these kind of things. More, less social life compared to all some people that I'm. Um, I, I compare my. I can compare myself with. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, and I, I believe that um, a career path is a form of finding balance. So uh, that's all in life. We are maybe seeking for balance, and I think that really shows up uh, at in, during your career. Uh, especially maybe at the start of your career, like you have to balance a lot of things out. So there's social life, how she mentioned, uh, but also other responsibilities. Maybe you have a house to take care of, uh, family members, whatever. Um, a lot of responsibilities just weigh on your shoulders. And I think that also depends on what choices you want to make in your career. And uh, yeah, the interviewee, um, alumni interviewee, uh, Jaukje, she also uh, uh, explained how that that is, of course, uh, risky. Um, but she uh, um, she also mentions that it's really important to follow what you really want to do. And she uh, she said that beautifully. So let's listen to that. I think it's always important to follow your heart. Mm -hmm. So when you think, okay, I just want to do this job because I think it really fits me, then you have to try it. Yeah, no, of course. And I think... 
like you mentioned already, there's a good balance in that. And I don't know how it is for you, but I'm already experiencing that now with module 11 that like, we've got module 11 to work on. We have to make this podcast we're making now. Like exactly. it's a lot of fun, but it's another layer to work on, of course. And then we have our bachelor thesis going on at the same time. I have a job as well. I have my social yeah. lives, of course, and I have to clean the house. I, you know, all these things. And you have to find, I think, a good balance between that to really make sure you stay yeah, enthusiastic and you stay... Yeah. You keep enjoying the things that you're doing. Yeah, and what she says very well is following your heart. I think that's really important. Like it goes for me, kind of hand in hand with ambition, that you have a goal to yeah to work towards, but also that you enjoy what you're doing right now. So it's not all about um, having like m managing a certain um, certain job. It's also about that you um, yeah enjoy what you're working on every day for a lot of hours a day usually. Um, I think uh, I think it's all uh, all a uh, uh, matter of choices. Yeah, no, f definitely. But on the other hand, like we say, it's important to keep enjoying it. On the other hand, I think there's also an aspect to if you really want to be somewhere and you have that ambition to get there, then sometimes you yeah you have to make sacrifices and mm -hmm. sometimes you have to do things or put in the work and you're maybe enjoying it less. But then like we said before the payoff that you get from then actually achieving it that that's i think for a lot of people that's still worth it then in the end yeah how would you see that for yourself to develop yourself and maybe your skill set do you have a certain idea of how you want to to further develop um for me personally it really depends on where i want to be later and what i want to do of course and there's certain things that I know I need to develop like I know I can be sometimes a bit more open to other people's ideas like if I think of a way of how something can be done then that's often the way that's in my mind you know I'm like okay so we need to do this and this and this and then if someone offers an idea that's maybe better then I'm often a bit like oh wait but this is what I had in my mind you know so it's I think on that aspect for me I can definitely improve a bit yeah that's uh, good that you know that already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to do an assignment uh, for this module as well, where we looked into what kind of skills we already possess. And then also other people rated these for us. And then how, which skills you possess less and which skills you possess more. Yeah. And I think that's really good to reflect on yourself, what you, what you can do, what you can um, give to a company, maybe what you, yeah, what you have to offer. And building that skill set is, is really important. How do you think that the study has helped you with that? Yeah, that's another in, um, aspect that I found really interesting is to see how communication science as a study can, yeah, can help you later on in your work and in your job. Because communication science is a field from which you can go into a lot of different directions. You can... Like, you, like I said before, the alumni list, you see people into journalism, data science, marketing. And I'm like, well, wouldn't these people have rather done a bachelor or even a master's that focuses on their specific work field right now? And that's a question I asked one of the alumni as well, as um, Kirsty, her name is. And she did communication science, both the bachelor and the master's. And right now she works at Albertijn as a data scientist. So a completely a different, different yeah job yeah exactly so i think it's best we listen to her and see what she says on the matter and i also believe that 
my study background, even though you will never see requirements for in a job vacancy for a data analyst communication studies, I do believe that it really is of added value uh, because it makes me different than my other colleagues. Yeah, so she really mentions how I think communication science was for her a base to to further develop her career. Uh, I think that's really, really cool to see and hear from people that have done this study um, to see that it's it's rather than only building a skill set or only building practical aspects that you know, it's also about um, teaching a certain mindset and having a certain perspective uh, on communication because uh, let's, yeah, uh, let's agree, communication is all around. Yeah, no, definitely. And it, it's like you say, you I think... Communication scientists, especially compared to maybe someone who has studies, uh, studied data science, have different perspectives on things. And they also have the ability to translate this more technical aspect to the more social aspect or to translate the difficult and complex issues into terms that can be understood by anyone. And I think that's a very valuable skill that Kirsi also mentions that's often overlooked if you're just hiring someone and yet in the actual workspace, when you get there, it is very valued and it's noticed a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I think in all the companies and alumni that I spoke with, that, that really came back, the basis of communication and um, that it's important in any any position, actually. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, of course, you have these skills from that, but what, what other skills and what other aspects do you think are important to succeed? I think what I've uh, what I've learned in the past module is really, um, yeah, your your attitude towards something, uh, but also uh, not being afraid to fail, just trying something and uh, not having the the need to have something perfect in the first go. I think uh, what uh, was also visible is that while doing a job, you you learn a lot and um, you have to to grow in a job and maybe have to make some mistakes before you know how to uh, fulfill the job uh, in the best way you can. Um, yeah, besides that, um, having an open mindset to learn what you already mentioned, like maybe, maybe, yeah, um, accepting feedback from people, wanting to grow because uh, um, of what people tell you, um, listening, um, having the the guts maybe to uh, take action, being assertive and being... Um I, I understand <laughs> what direction you're going in though here. Like it's definitely... Like it, when you say it like that, when you mention all these points, I think it makes a lot of sense to everyone. Like, yeah, of course you need these kind of skills and you need to be open-minded to really, yeah, grow in life, so to say. But I think... At the same time, these are some of the most difficult aspects to master, especially like being open to feedback. For me personally, I've seen that, yes, I'm open to feedback, but then also having the willingness to change those aspects enough so that it's different from how it used to be and also being willing to fail. Like like you say, it's often this mentality, okay, it has to be good, and if it's not immediately satisfactory or even perfect, then why even bother but by failing you learn a lot more than i think a lot of people think they do yeah yeah i totally agree on that and um having this 
maybe proactive attitude to uh, to try something um, and yeah and learning from other people around you and learning from what things you've performed already um, is really a way how to how you can um, reflect on yourself better and um, really get to the um, the beauty of developing yourself yeah no definitely but I think in the end, this module was, of course, about learning what do we want to do? Where do we want to go? Where do we want to take? What's the next step that we want to take on the basis of our study? So I think maybe that's an interesting aspect to discuss next. And maybe it's best we focus first on the short term. So yeah. what kind of masters or maybe you don't want to do a masters? Like what, what direction do you see yourself going in in the short future? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think uh, I've d made my decision to, to go uh, with a master's and to uh, do a master's here at the University of Twente in communication science. Because what we already discussed uh, a lot uh, about having this broad uh, perspective of communication science, I think that's really good and it has a lot of pros. Uh, but I miss some sort of um, um, specification in it. Um, where I uh, uh, I want to focus more on, on one side of maybe communication science. Uh, and therefore, I think the master can really um, help me specify into the direction that I would like to go in. Because the master, I believe, has different um, specializations you can choose as well, right? I don't yeah, know. exactly. So there are three paths, basically, uh, of the masters. Um, and then you can choose courses that fit fits that uh, particular um, yeah cluster of master basically uh, what my personal preference would be is the corporate communication or organizational communications master uh, that's really about yeah maybe consultancy str uh, st strategy within the company and within uh, an organization um, how is that for you and do you have any ideas yeah no for me I've looked at different masters as well of course but I, I had a quick question still for you because I wonder then with what we talked about before and having like yeah getting where you want to be do do you think like you fully choose this master because you think it's the most interesting or do you also think that it partly plays a role that you've already settled here you have maybe a uh, apartment here you have your friends here do you think that also perhaps subconsciously or perhaps consciously plays a role in the decision that you make yeah that is a very good point actually um, because I think that is very true. I think oh, I'm I'm willing to do a master's now. Um, <coughs> uh, I want to do my master's now because I'm yeah working here. Um, I have a uh, I have a job. Uh, I'm living here uh, with friends and uh, a lot of the yeah uh, co-students colleagues in our year are planning to do a master um, in the next year. So therefore, that gives me a bit more of a safe haven maybe to know that I will be in a master with people that I know. Uh, I think that really um, pushed me to make this decision now rather than maybe finding a job first and then maybe in two, three years come back to a master's uh, because I think that's yeah that can be very tough to then come back to studying after you've already experienced the professional field for a while. No, of course, that's a very... Yeah, a very good point you make there that like as much as, at least in my opinion, I want it to be about just what master do I find interesting. If it's some masters that's in 
Paraguay or whatever, I don't know, you know, <laughs> then I don't know if I want to choose that, even if it's the most interesting master ever, because you sacrifice everything that you have already just to do that one master's. And at least here in the Netherlands, a master is often only one year, maybe two years. So for me personally, I've looked only for masters in the Netherlands as well, because I have gone abroad for my um, electives. I went to Norway for half a year. And I have to say, the more that I go abroad and the more that I live abroad for periods of time, the more that I realize that I actually quite like the Netherlands and <laughs> living here. <laughs> that's that's good to know. So yeah, um, I think it's, I'll quickly go over the master programs that are of interest to me because one of them is actually also the communication science masters here in Enschede. And then it would be specifically, let me get it right here, the, the organizational communication and reputation track. Yes, that's the one I uh, was mentioning as well. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, But other masters that are kind of related to that as well and that maybe, yeah, maybe in a sense specialize a bit more on those aspects already is for me the number one choice right now is in Tilburg. You have a study called Organizations and Management Study. And this is really about, um, yeah, also a lot of stakeholder management and organizational management, as the name implies, of course. And that you find out, like you see a certain problem in an organization or you get presented with an issue and then you have to find a solution for this issue that works for all relevant stakeholders involved. And of course, for the organization and society at large even. And then also that you have the ability to implement, but also communicate this solution to the stakeholders. That sounds very interesting. Is it also really something that you want to do later on in life? Or is it now something just for the masters? Or is this where you would see yourself working later? No, no, no. This is also what really interests me for later on in life. And that's, I think that links back up well to what we said before, where you have to grow into a position because... I think if I enter a company as a junior, which after the masters I will have to do at some point, of course, I am not going to be the person who, you know, who takes over all the management of all the stakeholders of that organization, no matter how small the organization is. So I think that's a position where you have to also build up credibility for yourself. And I think that's something yeah, that can be a challenge, but that can also be really interesting later on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, I think, really good point. Uh, credibility and trust and um that the company it's 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 a relationship from both sides and that the company also knows what you have to offer and what you yeah what you bring to the table yeah ideally you may maybe even have like a junior position where you can learn from a senior person or even have that person yeah function as a sort of mental figure for yeah. you maybe then then you can yeah really learn from seeing and from listening yeah and from different experiences that have already grown into that position yeah exactly and how is it for you then like with your master's communication science and the track you want to do what what do you see yourself doing with that later i uh that's still a very open question i think um but i i'm now really um focusing on yeah getting some practical um experience so also doing a side job uh, in communication science to really uh, see how I am in a job, basically. And uh, it's also like the process is also about figuring out what I don't like, because that can also be a good answer sometimes. 
Um, and then I, uh, yeah, I am really interested uh, interested into the uh, organizational communication. So uh, management side, um, maybe indeed having a, a position uh, within the organization to lead a team somewhere, or maybe even doing some freelancing. Uh, that's also still in my mind um, because that that gives a lot of freedom, I think, and. Um, gives a lot of different perspectives and i think i'm really interested in having a job that is very uh, dynamic and um, has very different aspects uh, all the time basically that you continuously adapt so that you're not stuck in one place uh, but really have to learn um, yeah to keep adapting yourself to the set situation so uh, maybe freelance coaching um, something like that would really uh, interest me yeah that's uh, that's really interesting actually that's a lot of different opportunities you can get with that as well and of course remember that the first job doesn't have to be perfect exactly. for you you know <laughs> you're just gonna try it but um in the end of like yeah after everything we've just discussed what do you think for you is your main takeaway from this all yeah i think that's uh, what you just mentioned already robert it's uh it's really about y that you just have to try something i think um, it really gave me a lot of uh, motivation to to try something new, to try to try a job, uh, and to figure out whether that fits me or not. And um, by thinking about it, that will not always give you the answer. So doing something, taking that first step in uh, discovering a job and being in the practical field about it, um, and not being afraid to fail. If it doesn't work out, then you go to the next step. And uh, I think that's really something that. Uh, uh, I will uh, have taken from this. Yeah, I think that applies to the, the work field, to your career, of course, but I think that's a good rule of thumb to have yeah. in life in general. I think I, I noticed that myself before, that every time I have to make a decision that makes me a bit uncomfortable or that I'm not sure with, then 99% of the cases, if I just say yes, it turns out to be a great experience. So I think... Yeah, I think it's kind of like a whole mindset situation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, for me personally, I think the main takeaway is, like you mentioned before already as well, is learning what I did not want to do. Because my issue sometimes can be that I have so many different ideas of where I want to be, what I want to do, and everything sounds interesting to me, but then not as a whole, but like, oh, that aspect of that sounds interesting, and that of that, and then I never really come to something. So it was really... Although I'm not sure yet on what I find, what I want to do in the end, I have been able to like cross off a lot of things that I do not want to do that I now know, such as, for example, data science. Like I said, I interviewed Kirsty because she does data science right now. And although it sounded really interesting what she does, I do now know that that's not something where I, I would see myself working later. That's but that's very good as well to have have that knowledge now and to yeah scrap that off the list maybe and uh, um, yeah continue with what there is still out there to discover. No, exactly. So I think I that's think a good wrap up. Yeah, exactly. I, th I think these were our experiences, what we have learned and what we have seen and heard over the past module. Yes, and we hope that you, whoever is listening, that you um, maybe have learned some more about communication science. Uh, communication in the work field um, and maybe you've gotten to know us a bit better <laughs> um, and yeah really uh, um, we hope that uh, we gave you some uh, interesting information yep. uh, regarding uh, communication science study 
And I think for those who are still interested and want to learn more or want to hear from different perspectives, like we said, we are doing this for module 11. So all of our fellow students are also making a podcast. And all of these podcasts, at least for the ones that are going to be online, can be listened to on transistor.fm. So yes. for anyone interested, visit there and then you will should be able to find multiple different podcasts on the same yeah. kind of topics as well. will be very interesting to hear all these different uh, perspectives of all the fellow students. Yeah, so definitely. Check them out. Yeah. And I think that's it for us. Yes. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you next time. Oh.